Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Thank you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millet and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. Here we can talk to the town. Good evening. Here we can talk to the town. to the Middleman Present Talk of a Town with Nick Eden. I am your host, Nick Eden. I got my man Al with me. What's good? What's good? Now, my man, where's KG? I don't I'm know. holding up his phone. It's running a little late, ain't it? Yeah. I don't know what the problem is. Mm. How, how you doing today, man? You doing all right? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Today, my uh, my sister and my first cousin's birthday, man. Oh, really? Your sister that called into the show Sunday? Yeah. Most definitely. Man. Most definitely. Tell her I said happy birthday. I hope she has a great birthday. Oh, yes. You will. For all of my listeners yeah. out there, if you did not tune into the Middleman Talk Show this Sunday, when I'm telling you, you missed the most intelligent young lady I have ever heard speak in my life. This girl came in, she dropped some knowledge on us this week. This is Al's younger sister. She came and she dropped some knowledge on us this Sunday. She dropped more knowledge in five minutes than most people dropped mm-hmm. in the entire year. Yep. So you tell yeah, you tell her Nick Eden said happy birthday. I hope she has a great time on her birthday. Like oh, serious. Oh, well, I wanted to talk about the sales again this week. Unfortunately, it's not go. much to shake it. If you're into the pop scene, Lady Gaga, um, she kind of trumped all of the high-profile artists that have dropped albums in the last couple of years. Uh, she sold yeah. 1.1 million albums for her new CD, Born This Way. 
in the first week. That beats everybody's record this year, everybody's record last year. It beats Lil Wayne's record a couple of years ago when he did a million a week. Yeah. She she killed everybody. She killed everybody. I knew she was going to sell a lot of albums when I saw her on BET 106 Apart. Mm. Now, here's the crazy thing about it. Not only did her new album sell this week, but her last album, Fame Monster, jumped back into the top 20 on the Billboard 200 chart. But she's got, her, her last album was number 15 this week. But she's got two albums in the top 20, and that album's been on the chart well over a year. So she's killing it right now. Like, she, she's, she's killing it right now. I'm not a big Lady Gaga fan, but, you know, hey, I'm not mad at you out there getting your paper. Akon is making some money off of you. Now, I think some of our favorite entertainers have lost their ever-loving minds this week. Well, I ain't gonna even say my favorite, uh, quite frankly. Cassie. We all know Cassie. Cassie got more issues than anybody. Cassie, of course, we know her for dropping the nude pics and everything and saying that they were quote-unquote stolen out of her Gmail account and this or that. And this has happened twice in two years. The nude pics have come out. But just recently, she did an interview about her new album. And to be honest with you, I forgot she was even doing an album. Hey, what can you say? But... She had the nerve to say that her new album is a mixture between an urban Gwen Stefani and a Leah. Hmm. I know. You won't compare yourself to a Okay. Okay. Have you lost all your outside Yeah. Money? Right. Everything in between that too. What did you think that you was good as Aaliyah to even mention Aaliyah's name? I'm a fan. I'm an Aaliyah fan. Hell, everybody I know is an Aaliyah fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. I, I I couldn't believe that. So of course, you know, she immediately caught flack for that, and they went in on her on Twitter. Oh, they went in. They said the only thing that you can compare yourself to Aaliyah about is the fact that you both dated both men that were old enough to be your father. I said, Damn. Oh. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, yeah, hmm. they went on. Now, on some good music, let's on to some good music. Jill Scott, she's getting ready to go on tour this summer. She's uh, promoting her um, her new album, uh the Light of the Sun. It's got the first single with Anthony Hamilton. I love that record right now. That's So In Love. It's a hot record, yeah. man. It's a real hot record, real grown and sexy. It's real music. But she's actually kicking right. off her tour July 28th. It's in conjunction with Budweiser. It's the Budweiser, Budweiser Superfest. And she's calling it her Summer Block Party Tour. Here's the lineup. This is what's so crazy about it. It's Jill Scott. It's Anthony Hamilton. And Mint Condition. Woo! Man, I need to give me some tickets. Man, who you tell her? Who you tell her? Yeah, she's going to be in Atlanta on August 19th. I will be there. I will definitely be there. I'm not missing that one. 
Right. The last time I saw her on tour was with Raheem Devon, and they, when I tell you, they tore Birmingham up that night. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do that. Now J Lo, back to bad. We gonna we gotta give you the good with the bad, the good with the bad, the good with the bad. J Lo, J Lo about to be a little upset, y'all. J Lo got a sex tape coming out. Yeah, bad for her. her. Her first husband, Ohani Noah, has a tape of them from their honeymoon. This is well over ten years ago. Now, originally, this was this supposed to come out a couple of years ago, and she actually filed an injunction in court and accepted it from coming out. However, the court recently lifted the ruling, and uh, several porn studios, they want the actual exclusive to it. So it's a lot of porn websites, a lot of distributors. But the thing about it is, um, apparently, there's no sex on the tape. It's just a whole lot of nakedness, a whole lot of... You know, some spanking and some other stuff like that, but uh, they're saying that it apparently doesn't have a lot of sex. But they still want to pay top dollar for it, simply because of the fact that the Jennifer Jennifer Lopez is hot right now. You know, she they yeah. just had a great season on American Idol. Uh, her new album is out. Her single's doing well. You know, and a lot of people are like, well, J Lo is back. We're gonna see how much of J Lo's back is actually out when when the tape comes out. Cause you can look forward to it and. You know, about four or five weeks. I don't know. Are you gonna be getting it? Uh, you can tell the truth. You, you can tell the truth. Nah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. You know, I really ain't like right. like that, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying. She was hot back in the day, man. man. Now, I, uh, no, no, I can't stand a line. Nah, but you, uh, you gonna look? You find a finale later one. Sorry, baby. But you find a finale later one. Oh. <laughs> Hilarious. Now we all know Let me if, if you haven't if you haven't heard by now, Shaq announced his retirement this week. And um it, it's been a good run for Shaq, you know. Right now he's the oldest player in the league. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's time to hang up. Yeah, he huh? needs to sit down for a while. Like he needs to sit down for his last couple of Wait, years they right? haven't been that great. I'll give him that. You know, he didn't even play for the full season this last year with the Celtics. But to be quite honest, I think Shaq has had a great career. It's not one that you can just sit up there and say, oh, this was a horrible career. It's time for him to go sit down. He's done his duty. He's been, for the most part, at least 80% of his uh, time in the NBA, one of the most dominant players. So, you you know, you can't really really hate on him. So, So, congratulations to Shaq, you know. Enjoy your retirement. I know you, you're chilling. He's going to probably get... I hope I hope he doesn't get a commentator job. Shaq can't talk. Woo! He might, man. I can just see him up there. Well, you know, you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, can, can, can you imagine turning on the uh, sports center and you got Shaq and Magic Johnson uh, talking about the game? Right. It's going to sound like Tiny and Toya. You ain't gonna be able to understand a damn thing. Man, I'm gonna spit out my water, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Man, they had to have subtitles on that show. I'm not lying. On Tiny and Toy, they had to have subtitles because you couldn't understand it. anything they were saying. Anyway, on to, on, on, to, on to some other stuff. Rihanna. Rihanna's catching some flack from her new video, Man Down. Now, 
the video was already controversial in nature because right. of the fact that she is dealing with the subject of rape. And at the, actually, at the end of the video, she uh, shoots the rapist in the crowded station. Mm. Well, she she's she shoots him at the beginning. Right. How about this? She's a rapist. But um, the uh, it, it's been a little outrage about it. The Parents Television Council, it's a nonprofit organization. Um, they're they're kind of firing back at her, and they're just you know saying that this is you know this is not acceptable. You know, if this would have been Chris Brown shooting a woman in his new video on BET premiered, the world would have stopped. And you know they're saying that Rihanna shouldn't have gotten a pass for it. And so she, you know, kind of, um, she kind of, she went to Twitter and she said that the video had a very strong underlying message for girls like me. And this is my thing about it. And this is what I don't like about Rihanna. What I don't like about Rihanna is the fact that Rihanna uses that situation with Chris Brown when it's convenient to her. First, she doesn't want to talk about it. Then she says she's moved past it. Now, all of a sudden, oh, this is a message for girls like me. Like, she uses it whenever whenever she needs some publicity. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point are they going to be like, you know what? Sit down somewhere. But I don't know. That's the world we live in. Right. That's the world we live in. Anyway, what we're talking about today is, if you listened last week, we talked about Mr. Too Damn Good. The artists who either gave us a little sneak peek of their full talent or they dropped one album on us and they never came back or when they came back it was horrible or they could put out music but the music kept getting worse. And we actually had a little backlash about this show. Um, actually, I had some people that, you know, they did not agree with me. I had some people that agreed with me, but I had some people that did not agree with me. So we're going to revisit that today. This is Mr. Too Damn Good too. This is the first time I think in Million History we've done a part two to a show the week after. You know, we usually save our part twos for, right? You know, long online. But I'm, do I tell you, Al, I caught some steam this week. I caught yeah. some real steam about this. And so when we get back from this first break, we're going to uh, go right into it. The first break, we're going to hear from an artist who is not going to be Mr. Too Damn Good. He's going to keep giving us, you know, good music. And yes, it's a shameless plug because this is my new single. Yes. This, this is this is this is my new single. So uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna be Mr. Too Damn Good and give, give y'all some BS music. Anyway, first song of the day is Nick Eden. First single from my new album Exit to Eden, and it's called Away. This is the Middleman Present Talk of the Town with Nick Eden on Blog Talk Radio. See, with a song like this, you got to get real grown and sexy, right? You gotta take your drink, put it in your right hand, put it up, find you a nice young lady. And you just gotta groove. Let me show you how. Come on. Uh, uh. Just go from left to right. Left to right. Two steps now. Left to right. Left to right. Two steps now. Left to right.
and out there talking. And these are some older cats, older professional people, you know, that got money to spend and like to spend it. And they got into the discussion because they asked me what I did. I told them what I did. We got into the discussion about singers and people that put out albums. And Al, I swear to you, the exact same people that we named last week, almost in order. Like, I had to ask them, do you listen to Blog Talk Radio? And they were like, no, what are you talking about? They went right down to it. They went down the entire list. They talked about Lauren Hill. They talked about D'Angelo. They talked about Maxwell. They talked about Dwelle. It was funny because the girl said it almost verbatim. She was like, I don't like Dwelle anymore because Dwelle just gives the same stuff every time. Mm. It's nothing new from him. It's always the same thing. That's why I'm not going to his concert when he comes. It, it was a concert coming up. It's Brian McKnight, Joe, and Dwelle. And she's like, she's not going simply because of that fact. So now it begs the question of, is it worth losing your fans to go the safe route? Because once you lose your fans, it's kind of hard to get them back. Because everybody's right. going to say you fell off. And these are people, these are professional people with expendable income that want to spend it on you. I don't know, Al, what do you think about that? I don't, I don't understand. Well, okay, since you're saying the safe route. In their mind, they're thinking that, okay, well, if I stick with the same formula that worked the first time, it will continue to work. But if you're not being consistent, like we talked about last week, as far as consistently dropping quality-type music, and also, you know, doing something different and testing, you know, testing the waters and trying to do different types uh, of music, using different sounds, uh, different song topics, uh, maybe adding different elements, meaning having... Uh, different features come on your CD and things of that nature or getting a different writer to come in. Uh, pretty much, uh, your CD is pretty much going to remain probably the same if you don't have that creative type mentality. So, and I think and that's what I was no. getting at the most with it. And Al, you can right. attest to this because you, a, lot, a lot of people don't know, but you're an artist. You're a songwriter. It, yeah. it's, it's like a muscle. That, the, the ability to be able to write a song. Right. It's like a muscle. You have to work it. You practice it. It gets better. If you sit there and you're taking break right. break after break, you're not writing in between time. You know, you're going to lose a little bit. So going to face route is just saying, I have not worked at my craft, and what now is, I'm Nick. suffering because of it. What it is, Nick, they're lazy. But just call it, for, call it for what it is. It's laziness. It's easy to do what's safe. But it's hard to step outside the box of different. They're late. What it is. Well, we got on the R&B artists last week, and we got on them pretty hard. And you know what? I'm actually going to give them a break. I'm going to give them a break this week, just for a little bit, not for too long. But I'm going to give them a break this week, and I want to talk more about the hip-hop aspect of it. And this is the thing that kills me. You got these hip-hop artists doing this, and I'm sorry, that's the last genre. Well, you can be like, I'm going to take this break. We touched on it a little bit last week with um, with Dr. Dre, yep. you know. But let's get into some of these hip-hop artists. Now, name a couple of hip-hop artists that you feel are just being, you know, they're being lazy. They're being Mr. Too Damn Good. Well... I can't say this about this guy now, but back when Jay-Z announced his retirement and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, he want to come back, 
and then also made to better. You know, like I used to. Oh I'm God. not gonna. I used to. I used to be a Mace fan back in the day. I'm not gonna lie. Everybody who know me from high school know I was a Mace fan to the heart. But when Mace left, I I supported him what he was trying to do. But then when he started to come back, then he left it again and try to come back. Then he left again and, and then try to come back because he thought he was inspired by uh, who was that? Uh, Michael Jackson or whatever. Hey, sit <laughs> down. Well, sit down, please. Please, man. You got to make a search, man. And you in there talking about, you know what I'm saying, what you'll do to a dude. You know what I'm saying, as far as shooting, shooting and hurting. Man, you don't sit down somewhere. My pastor. Right. Are you murder mace again? Man. You know what? You're right about that. And to be honest, I forgot all about it. And I think that's probably the first time that I was, like, really sided with Puffy on that. Because I remember when Puffy went to uh, Power 105 in New York, and they asked him about the whole thing, and they asked him why he would not give Mace his release after that. Right. And he was like, well, right. every time Mace right. comes back, Mace is under contract to me, so every time Mace comes back, I cut Mace a check. Yep, me and he leaves money. again. Right. I'm yep. not going to keep cutting him a check. Like, he still got to give me back for two, uh, two albums ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I can honestly say, you know, if there was anybody... Outside of outside of his outside of Biggie, if there was anybody that Puff paid attention to, Puff, you know, gave a good amount of promotion, I think that it was Mace. Yep, he did. You know, so it, it Puff was like, dang, you know, hell, I I keep cutting you checks and you keep messing around. What do you expect? Yep. So you're right, I, and I forgot all about me. I'm gonna be somebody else mm-hmm. that um, on the hip hop side. They they kind of they kind of piss me off. This is gonna sound a little weird. This is really gonna sound a little weird. Bubba Sparks. Okay. Okay. I can. Uh, okay. All right. The all the right. reason I say that I didn't like Bubba Sparks when he first came out. I automatically grouped him into that. Oh, they're trying to to you know go into this whole white rapper thing mm-hmm. and they're just trying right. to support that because everything was hot. Right. And the first album, I didn't even really listen to it. It was okay. But when he dropped that Deliverance album, for anybody who has that album, I think anybody who listened to that album will tell you that was one of the best hip-hop albums. Yes, sir. Not only to come out that year, yes, but in about a two, three year span. Like, it was a really great album from lyrical it content was. to production. It was. It, was a, it was a great album. And then he just fell off. Yep. Got out of his deal, but fell off. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't come back up, man, to that level again. I mean, I didn't understand. He could not come back up to that, you know, what he was trying to do. I don't know if he was trying to do what his peers around him was telling him to do because I like the old Bubba Swan you know the country you know what I'm saying type Bubba yeah. but to me it, it seemed like he was trying to do what was going on with the people that he was involved with that's what I thought I mean but at what point gosh come on really it is, I don't know Things like that piss me off Because it's hard to find people That can really give you Great lyrical content In hip hop nowadays You now, gotta be, They're out there it. But you gotta get out there And you gotta search for them Especially coming from right. So for the ones That actually do it And be able to get a chance To get out there You know I think a lot of times I, I think that a lot of these guys 
are really weak willed when it comes to the music business. And I think what pisses me off the most about it is it's out there. Now more than ever, these artists, these I'm sorry, these labels are telling you up front how we're gonna screw you over. Yeah, 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 most definitely. You know, it's not a surprise anymore. It's not a oh we're gonna give you a car. And what can no, they do I about it? Your, I spent your budget on my trip to San Jose. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, I, I, I think that too many times it's still a lot of people that just, they don't get it. And then they get in and they're just like, oh, I think I need to take a break because I'm tired. I put these albums out and I'm, I'm ready to retire. Now, one person that I feel like he's gotten progressively not... Not so much he's gotten progressively worse, but he's hit a stalemate. It's T.I. And you. the reason I say that Thank is because if I, if I hear one more single about, oh, I'm not going to let you down or we all make mistakes, how many Thank times are going to keep hearing that from T.I.? Thank you. Thank you. Finally, somebody feel the same way I feel. Thank you. Thank you. I had, man, I had to argue somebody up and down about T.I. I told myself, I said, man, why am I arguing with somebody not as educated as I am in the least bit? Let me sit down. Well, let me sit myself down. Don't get me wrong. Please don't get me wrong. I like T.I. And I'm going to tell you right now, the the King album, T.I.'s King album, was the one that really shifted, was the start of putting my career in overdrive. And for that, I will always be grateful for T.I. But I call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Not up to heart. It was getting progressively better. And then he just flatlined. Yep. He let too many of his personal troubles get in the way. He had Atlantic mm-hmm. in his palm. If you yes, look sir. back in 2006, he was the only hip-hop artist to go platinum that year. That was the, yes, the King album was the only album that was a hip-hop album that came out in 2006 that went platinum. The only one. And he had Atlantic in the palm of his hand. Yep. Now, yes, that's sir. another Atlanta rapper that's pissing me off. He, he, he puts out music on a consistent basis. I will give him this. But lyrically, he's at a stalemate, and he has yet to drop that classic that we know he can. It hurts my heart to say this. Ludicrous. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I figured, I figured you were going to say Luda, man. I really did. I really did. I really did. I think his last two albums, they really just didn't get to at all. I mean, that's in my opinion. Uh, me, like, they were just a blur to me. I don't even recall. I mean, I, I recall maybe that song he did with Pharrell, but other than that, I can't recall any other songs off those last two albums. Luna has the potential. He can be, Luna's one of those, he can be a comical rapper. He can be yep. lyrical. He can be crunk. Sure. He can be all that. Like, he is, yep. honestly, and even though he represents the South, he has a universal sound that doesn't sound so right. commercial that it's like, oh, this this dude trying to go pop. Mm-hmm. Like he's got the opportunity. He could really. It's gonna take one classic album from Louis. One classic album. 
But then you got to think about who his mentor was for so long, which leads me to my next person that pisses me off. Because hip-hop needs him, especially in the South. Scarface. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, face mob. Like, come on now. And I'm looking yep. at it like, okay, now look at it like when we were coming up. When we were coming up, we had, we had the ghetto boys. Yep. We had eight ball and MJG. We had triple six mafia, not three six mafia. Triple six. We had triple six mafia. Right. You know, we had some classic artists that really went balls to the wall and put out some great music, some great timeless music. Even if you're not a hip hop fan, even if you're not a hip hop fan, you gotta give it up to them for creating the movement, creating their own lane, and making it dominant and impacting the entire world. That's right. They made R and B the the the, the, the stepchild of urban music. Mm-hmm. It sure did. Sure did. And I'm like, at what point did the grind stop? At what point did it did it start being about? Uh, I'm not even going I'm, I'm not even gonna get into the content part of hip hop. That's a whole nother show. And yeah, honestly, yeah. that's gonna Ooh. get me riled up. It's gonna piss me off. I'm gonna call Ooh. some people out, and then my phone gonna be ringing tomorrow. So, in order for me not to do that, <laughs> I can do it. In order for me not, and I think I hear is that KG on the line? Yes, sir. Okay, KG. You know we've had these talks before. You know we'll talk about that. This will be a four hour show. And I don't want to get pissed off tonight, so um, I, I, I'm gonna leave that alone. We're gonna we're gonna move on from that part. But KD, you you let me know, and maybe I'm just tripping. Right. Can you think of some some hip hop artists out there that are just Mr. Too Damn Good? Um, compared to what we were talking about last Thursday, man, it seems that a lot of rap artists don't have that privilege to sit down five years and then come back. Um, you have people like LL that'll do it every once in a while. You know, he'll wait about two years, three, about two and a half years before he put an album out. But in, in mostly in hip-hop, man, if you wait over a year before you put an album out, the new next hot thing will replace you in a heartbeat. Yes, sir. Quick. Mm-hmm. But Quick. realistically, I mean, you have a lot of artists that um, the budget's not right, music not right, and, and I mean, timing ain't right on a lot of them. Well, but I, well, I like can we, can we agree too. on this though that a little bit more because R and B, um, though most of most of my favorite R and B is that gritty soul, for the most part R and B is pretty polished mm-hmm. when it comes to you know the, the production. I think in hip hop, the more underground the sound, the more of a cult following you you draw. You know, so in terms of production, you don't necessarily, it's not like it was in the beginning of the 2000s where you had to have, uh, 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 you know, a, a Pharrell track. Right. You know, in order to see. Nowadays, obviously, and Kanye kind of, kind of he, he helped it, but he heard it at the same time. Honestly, if you can just find a damn good sample and, and put a good kick behind it, you can have a decent hip-hop beat. Let's just be honest. Yeah. yeah. Let's just be honest. I think 
more than one. The next person that I'm going to call out about this, and after I, I talk about her, we're going to go into our next break. Um, this person, she actually had people calling for her to come back. And instead of just coming back with some classic material, she decided to come back with a mixtape dissing the person who she feels like tried to take her spot. Oh, That's Lil' Kim. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Now, <laughs> yes, Nicki Minaj is a Lil' Kim ripoff. Yes, 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 yes. As a matter of fact, yes. she's not just a little Kim ripoff. She's a salt and pepper ripoff. She's an MC Light ripoff. And she's a yo yo ripoff. Yes. Yes. Check your history, people. Y'all know who those names are. Check your Google. history. She is a ripoff of all of them. I think if salt and pepper and yo yo saw her on the street, they need to slap her dead in her mouth. Oh, yeah. Because she bit them so hard, it's ridiculous. She bit, especially Salt and Pepper, she bit them so hard, it's ridiculous. But they were calling for, they were calling for Lil' Kim to come back. But they but were calling know, for Lil' Kim. They were anticipating her without her putting out one song. Yeah, but man, don't you think she, she somewhat missed the iron being hot and let that girl just slip right in and, and she took a position? She could have squashed her from the jump and it wouldn't have been a problem. And nobody would have gone up against Lil' Kim for squashing her. True that. Oh, but she waited until she, she got too she much She waited momentum. too long. She waited. And Nikki is smart. Nikki fights her battles. She chooses which battles that she's going to fight. She will cause right. her static with Lil' Kim, but she wasn't going to cause no static with Trina. Trina called her people on We're going to get back we're going to get back to the yeah. Opalaka. Yeah. Opalaka. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're going to get back to the Lil' Kim discussion in just a second. We're going to go into our second break of the day. Um, I, I've been wanting to play this track for a long time and because this artist surprised me. He's somebody who in the last couple of years has been pretty consistent as far as putting out albums. Some people may like him. Some people may not. Um, I didn't like him starting off. This is Jeremiah. I did not like him starting off. When I heard that birthday sex song, I just really didn't like it. Then I actually heard a song off his album. I heard him perform live. So I'm sit down at yeah. the piano and just sing. And you may not think he has the manliest voice, but as a songwriter, he's really good. And this was off of his first album. And it kind of has a Stevie kind of Stevie kind of vibe to it. This is Jeremiah with Starting All Over Again. This is The Middleman Presents, Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton on Blog Talk Radio.
All over. I like that record. Slip this, never heard it. It's off his first album. Like, the songs that are decent, it. they keep on the album. The bullshit is what they put yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, you know, I got the album. I just, just didn't listen to it. Yeah, it's. I mean, what can you say? If you're just joining yeah. us, we are talking about Mr. Too Damn Good Part 2. This is the first time yeah. the middlemen have done a Part 2. On the show the week after, like I said, we got a little, we got a little flat. We got some good comments and some bad comments. Katie, you got a, you got a couple little comments about the show too, didn't you? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. They, they felt like we ain't had no right to tell them they had to come out with an album like that. You know. Let me tell you something. As a pain customer, hmm? as a person, and I, I tell artists this all the time. You can forget about this show. You can forget about rnblover.com. You can forget about me as an artist, a promoter, a digital media consultant. You can forget about all that. As a person who still goes to the store and pulls his wallet out and purchases your music, I absolutely have every right, every single right to say. If somebody comes up to me and says, you know what, Nick Eden, I went and I bought your last album, and I hated it. I thought it was garbage. I got the album before that, and I loved it. But then you came back with this BS. I would take money out of my pocket and give it back to him. I mean that. And I would tell them, just give me another chance. Like, I hate to sound like a hater. absolutely have the right. Hey, man, I'm serious. I hate to sound like a hater, and I know y'all talking about hip-hop a little bit, man, but I could take out every... Really, I need to take my whole paycheck. If I ever bought any album from 2008 on up, I just need to take that money and give it back to the artists because they suck. <laughs> Damn. Seriously. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm the one that bought it. I get them the money back. Here, man. Here. You can have this. I don't even want it. You that bad. You might need it more than me. Your rap career is over. 
Matter of fact, oxymoron, rap and career. No. Hilarious. Well, what can you really say? You know, it's, it's, it's like, because, yeah, it's true, you can't please everybody. I understand that. You cannot please everybody. But come on, man. Some of this stuff don't make no sense. Some of this stuff, and Kev, I'm, I'm a famous and he listens to the show from time to time, and, and I really appreciate him for doing so. But I was a Montel Jordan fan. Mm-hmm. I was. I was really a Montel Jordan fan. I thought he had that right hip hop vibe to him with just enough singing. Then when he came out with uh, Girl, can't tell me what's on tonight. Coming to your crib. That's game of I can't lie. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Then he just took this long break. And then he came back out in 2008 with that BS album. And mm-hmm. now there were some tracks on there that were good. And I know Chucky Charles, he produced some tracks on there, too. Mm-hmm. And track-wise, production-wise, I didn't have a problem with it. What I had a problem with was I had a problem vocally and I had a problem lyrically because I felt like he didn't grow any. And I'm like, we waited all this time, all this time, and you didn't give us you 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 didn't you didn't give us a, a, a great album, right? You know, like I said, if you're gonna take that long break, at least when you come back, give us a, a great album. Just like I said last week, Maxwell waited eight years, but when he came back, man, he hit us hard with Black Summer Night. That was a classic album that made me a Maxwell fan. You know, so I, it, it can be done. I'm like, damn, if you taking all this time off, this is all you had to do with it all the time? <laughs> what the hell else did you have to do? Nothing. And it's not like you couldn't get in the studio. Right. It's not like you couldn't get in the studio. Even if you were pissed for broke, I guarantee you, you can find a studio that's going to be like, hey, shoot, this Montel, I'm going to let him in my studio for free. Hell, Man, he got access to one himself. Exactly. So it's not like you. It's not like you're like, oh, I was crushed for time. I didn't have a budget. This is not the old days. And even in the old days, the old days were not the old days. The Temptations cut records before they got signed to Motown in their basement. Hell, Motown was a basement. Yep. Right. Yep. So it's not like it can't be done. I just don't. There are no excuses to it. And if you feel differently, I definitely want you to hit that number one and let us know your opinion. Or if there's an artist out there that you feel like they fell off, like Wet Dope, then give us a call, 718-508-9972. Let us know. We want to know because we know we're not the only ones out here that feel this way. That's for sure. One artist that I was somewhat disappointed in some of the records that's on the album, Lupe Fiasco. And he started off with a, He started off pretty good when he first came out. But this Laser album... Uh, a couple of good tracks on there, but it ain't like like that. I, and you know what? To be honest, I haven't listened to the album. I like Cardinal Sin, but I like Lupe. I do. I downloaded it on uh, eMusic.com, so I got it the right way. I just never listened to it. And to be honest, I, I was the same way about Bob's album. You know, I, I bought the album, but I just didn't listen to it for a long time because I think it was more about, for me, it was more about support because I know that they're a legitimate artist and they have legitimate talent, and I just want to do my small part to support the album. So, like, it was like a year after 
B.O.B.'s album came out and I bought it that I actually sat down and listened to it. And I was pleasantly surprised when I heard it. Uh, maybe I need to go and listen to um, to, uh, to, to, to Lupe's album. But I just, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't in a rush to listen to it. I'll tell you another hip-hop artist who did this. And we're going to get back into Nicki Minaj, uh, Nicki Minaj with Kim thing in a second. And we're going to go just a little bit over time, just a little bit. Not too much, but just a little bit. But i got to get this artist off my chest because I've been, I'm a fan of East Coast rap. Anybody who knows me knows that I am a fan of East Coast I'll argue yeah. I have to debate with Kevin all day yeah. about Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> and we'll go back. And we don't have to we'll, we'll I, I guarantee you, if you do a show on that, you're going to really see what it is, out. I'm telling you, no people don't understand, KG. It, that show will be epic. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying, though, not just me, man. You gonna see how many people out here will really tell you about pop, and I want to go. Hey, man, pop. we we not gonna go, we not gonna go into it right now. All right, all right. But y'all know, I'm a fan of East Coast hip hop. I really am. I am very lyrical. I'm a songwriter, so I'm a fan of lyrical content. But this artist has gotten progressively worse, and every now and then he had has a good spot. But he's just gotten progressively worse down to the point that he's just doing publicity stunts. And that's Nas. He's gotten progressively worse over the years. Stillmatic was a classic. Stillmatic was a classic. Yeah. Not so long, okay. It's a couple of that I didn't even mention. I don't know if you know something. I skipped over about three or four albums. I am yeah. with, with, with... But... He's gotten worse, and now he's. I like Nas. Oh, I like Nas too. But my problem with Nas is Nas, instead of realizing where he is in life and in his career, Nas is. It seems like you ever hang around a guy that was just so. High school was the best time in his life. That's <laughs> all you like Man, I so missed back when we was in high school, and we used to. Go, I had a guy like that. I knew he used to walk around with his Letterman jacket. Oh, I said yeah. you're 25 years old What the hell do you still have your Letterman jacket for That's what Nas reminds me of And I understand Yeah Nas came up Nas was a new hot guy In the golden age of hip hop When he first came out But it's not like that anymore You have to adapt Yeah, There's a way to adapt And still keep your integrity It's done I all mean, the You time. didn't like the dick I have no but did you like the thicker uh, Like the? But did you like the really thicker? Nah, yeah. I put I put that album on the same level I put it was written. Mm. I put that album on the same level I put it was written. It was cool, but when you compare it to, like, think about it. He had to. He got this harder than anybody else got this in the history of hip hop. And it made him get his ass up. Well, not up for anybody. But it made him get his ass up and come back with a classic when he did Stillmatic. When he and Jay-Z were doing their whole piece, and he came back with Stillmatic, he came back with a classic. Because Jay-Z pretty much broke his career down. Only other person that got dissed that hard in a, in a, in a hip-hop song oh, was when Pac went out to Big. Now, dude, I will give you that man. Because, because Hit Him Up was the hardest Oh, this song in the history of hip hop, there has not been another this song to be to go as hard as hit him up. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you must ain't really ever listened to that ether. I did listen to ether. Ether actually I did anything I Jay did. said to that dude. 
I did listen to Easter, but I'm not being funny. Man, Ether murked Jay Z. Just saying. I mean, when he said dick suck stuff, man, that was it for me. <laughs> that was it. I'm not being funny. That was it. I'm not being funny, but he signed with Jay Z a year later. Jay Z won. I'm sorry. No, no, that wasn't a year <laughs> later, man. That was like about six years later, dude. That wasn't six years later, dude. Yeah, about five, 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 five years, years later. later. Five no, years later. Wasn't. Yeah, it was no, about five wasn't, years man. later. No, it wasn't, man. Nah, dog. Man, they did not get right with each together. other that next year. They came together like that next year and did a show together. And then right, after but that, then that's the year after that. Signed. Right, no, he signed with uh, Def Jam maybe three years after that. It was under Jay. Look it up. Man, what they got to do with his name? He was just, hey, who was still on the label and who still, who ain't working there no more? Where's the last time now? Put out a, 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 a album that, that was single worthy album. of yeah. talking about. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't count those albums with David Martin, man. I, don't, I can't count uh, them. Right I'm this, this, this is the we're thing about it, man. We, this, this we're we're not going to tell that because that's a whole other show. We're gonna, right. Matter of fact, next week we're going to do we're gonna do a show about beef and hip-hop. That's next Thursday. Man, you gotta add the Ooh. you gotta add the Biggie vs. Pop. Man, it's better in there. You got cause Pop birthday coming up too, June sixteenth. What you talking about? Forty Ooh. years old? No, something. What? Next Ooh. week, guys, we're gonna do. Hey, we need to do an hour thirty next week. Huh? Hey, we gotta oh, do yeah, an hour thirty next week. Nah, man. I'm, no, everybody tell I'm everybody. going all the way back to uh, Boogie nah, Down we, Productions. We gonna know. We gonna know. We gonna know if we need extra in this one. But we need to get more people in here. So I want to do all my people that love Tupac. Y'all call in and explain to Nick Eaton why Tupac was the best rapper. Biggie and Pac is a whole other subject. One, we can't even really call what Biggie and Pac had a beat because that was more media than that was an artist. I ain't even talking about the beef. I'm just saying, man. Tupac took well, we're doing a show next week. We're doing a show about hip hop beef. We're talking, we going as far back to 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 to, to LL Cool J and and Cool Boy. We're going cannabis and LL. We're going far. We're going. We're going. We're going to go break it down. Hey, Triple we're Six versus Player Fly. What you know about that? <laughs> what happened? Triple Six versus Player Fly. What you know about that? Oh wow. <laughs> Little Troy versus everybody. I'm wow. telling you, we going. We we going far back. <laughs> We go, we going far back. So anyway, that's we go, we going on some, we going on to some beats that that some people might not even know about. Ti and Rick Ross. Anyway, but um, oh, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Alpha Mega for saving Ti's life that night. I'm just saying. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, next week we're going into that. But I want to touch on this, and that's going to be the last thing we touch on. We're going to finish off on this Lil' Kim Nicki Minaj thing. We're going to go a couple minutes over. We added some time to it, so everybody that's listening online, you'll still be able to listen. So, Lil' Kim had the perfect setup. She could have squashed Nicki Minaj like a bug from the jump. She didn't. She waited. She still had time, though. Realize that she still had time. Her biggest mistake was dedicating an entire mixtape to Nicki Minaj and waiting because there, because there was such a thirst for female hip-hop 
And because Nicki Minaj tapped into this pop side, yeah. she waited so long. Because if you remember, Lil' Kim used to be the one that was on the MTV red. Lil' Kim was the hip-hop representation on MTV. Well, they didn't want anybody else on there. The only other person they met on there was Ja Rule. And we didn't want him. <laughs> See, but Nikki had the chance. She had the setup. She had. She could have done it just right. And she waited too long. And then when she finally came out, she came out with Black Friday, where she's dissing her for the entire mixtape. And then she put the mixtape on PayPal. What's wrong what with that, the man? Hell? It's entrepreneurial, man. Come on, son. It's I mean, she was just getting out of jail, too, though. It's, it's entrepreneurial, yes. But just like Al just said, she could have had a deal on her terms. And she could, even if she'd just gone through E1, even if she'd just gone through, if she really, and she, that has to say she sold 112000 the first day on PayPal. Uh... I'm not the smartest man on earth. But, and don't get me wrong, she did sell a lot on her first day. Nowhere near 100000 Nowhere near 100000 Nah, I doubt it. I, doubt, I, think, I think maybe the moment just got to her and she was like, let me, you know, you know how it is when you slip and fall, you just try to play it out. Like, really try to play it out. That's what she did. She failed and tried to play it off. Well, somebody I'm going to say this much. She has been around the game way too long. Way too long to fall into that trap. Yeah. Hey, man. Anybody She's can fall short now. Come on now. She's got too much knowledge. All the brains she gave. Anyway, um, Boy, she she <laughs> it, she just didn't have to go that route. So it's like when you came back. So it's like now at this point, Nikki just kept on going. She kept on selling records. She kept on putting out singles. And now, what does that do for Lil Kim? You let a new artist. Come in and take your spot And then because you didn't definitively Take your spot back You look like a loser Well she, I mean dude that she, Old girl was playing chess man Think about it Old girl was just seriously playing chess I mean the people around her told her how. I mean the people around her They know Lil Kim too So they know how to attack Lil Kim And the way they came at her man It made her really look foolish And the way she Fell into the trap and the way she maneuvered herself, she looked it foolish. Okay, well let's put it like this. I call this the Mary J. Blige syndrome. See, the same thing could have been said when Keisha Cole was white hot. Remember that? Mm-hmm. When everybody was saying, "Oh, Keisha is the new Mary, and Mary is the new Faith." That <laughs> Keisha is white hot. She's got this show on on, on BET. You know, she's got songs that are, are, are they're on TRL and they're on 106 and Park. She's the new Mary. And what did Mary keep doing? 
Mary kept dropping albums. And what happened? Kish Cole sent up there on Twitter going off about not being nominated for BET Awards. And Mary getting ready to drop another album. She just kept her head high. And I'm not a Mary fan. Sorry. I respect her, but I'm not a Mary fan. But she still kept her head high. And Lil' Kill could have done the same thing. She could have done the same thing. And that's all I'm saying. Like, But my thing is, had Lil' Kim... Had she come out of prison, when she came out of prison way before Nicki even come out, came out, and would have just dropped a classic album when she got out of prison, she'd have been fine. She'd have been fine. That consistency, not being consistent, I think that's the biggest thing about this. Not being consistent is what throws these artists off. Mm-hmm. Not being consistent. If you if you don't use it, that's it, that's it Nick. You that's will it. lose it. That's it. If you don't use it, you That's will lose it. it. Especially in hip hop. Especially in hip hop. This is a this is it, they call it a young game, but it's even it's looked at as being even younger when the older people still have not gotten the business sense to last this long. And RL said this, and I, we're gonna go into our last break after I say this. R.L. said this a couple of months ago, and I absolutely agree with him. When he said, you see bands like U2 and Nirvana and Aerosmith, and they've been fighting for years. They may not really like each other like that, but they still get out there. They tour every year. They get out there, and they go together. They make that money. New Kids on the Block and Backstreet Boys have done a joint album. And this big worldwide tour. These white acts are doing it all the time. Why can't urban music get it together like that? Am I saying that Jay-Z is the greatest of all time? No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is he is a person that recognized that there is power in consistency. You said it earlier, Al. When he retired and he came back with Kingdom Come... The single was okay, but then everybody was like, the album is kind of, eh. But then he dropped American Gangster. And even though yep. it was a soundtrack, American Gangster was a good-ass album. And he was like, I got to get back up to the level of where I was before I left. There's power and consistency. And that's why a lot of times he's looking like the last man standing. Ice Cube is the same way. Ice Cube took a while off. He came back independent and, so, and had a gold album. Man, can I interject right there? Yeah. Ice Cube ain't been the same since Show Chop, though. He hasn't. He, he has not been the same. But it's just it's just like Diddy said. When you put, if you're Ice Cube and you've been at a 10 for the the greater part of your early rap career, if you come back out and you're just a 5, a 5 next to a bunch of 2s looks outstanding. Man, he look like a two though, right? You know what I'm saying? Q, Q came with a couple of records album that was pretty dope. Um, yeah. You know, it was it was okay. You know what I'm saying? But when he got all to the, all that, you know, we be clubbing and all that crap, man. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Yeah, that 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 was his last album. The album he came out with a couple of years ago. Did you listen to it? Which one? 
Last Night Crying or whatever. Amber West or which one? I think it was the album cover. Why me? Somebody got the song with Anthony Hamilton on there. Why me and all that. Um, um, Yeah, I listened to that. Man, you know I'm a West Coast head. Come on now. Yay, yay? Yes. But like I said, I guess my biggest thing is even when you come back, it, and it may not have been the America's Most Wanted Ice Cube. Man, we but lost it when he got paid. Ice Cube. No, man, we lost that Ice Cube when he got paid. Yep. Yep. After he got all that money from Boys in the Hood, man, that was it. <laughs> that joke got Hollywood. He hey, wasn't I'm O'Shea just being no real. More. He I'm wasn't O'Shea real, no more. Man. He was, he was O'Shea. I'm telling you. Y'all still Man, nobody's saying. Man, I, you know, Cube is one of my favorite dudes of all time, but I ain't, I ain't going to sit up there and say I'm going to ride with him through all that crap he's been putting out. <laughs> I, 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 still, I still like Cube. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not mad at him. I still like I, I, If I see another, I can't do are it, we man. there yet, man? Yeah, I'm through with him. I can't man. do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. All this album that he put out for the last past three albums went go. There's but, power and consistency. Oh, yeah. It, even though he may not be as good as he once was, he's still better than the half the motherfuckers out here. That's new. True that. That's new or at least three or four albums in. Yeah, he, he better than, some, actually, he's better than everybody that's out there right now. Period. With yeah, like these cats are playing person. around, dude. It's only one person, but he ain't talking about nothing. His energy is just ridiculous, but Ricky Ross, is, his energy is ridiculous, but he ain't talking about nothing. If somebody he ain't talking about nothing, but he would be dope. But, you know what, one thing I can definitely give Rick Ross is, he sounds cool talking about nothing. Yep. <laughs> yep. He <laughs> do. That's the best way I can say it. Now, I ain't being funny. If he take two years off, it's a wrap. <laughs> And he knows that. That's why he keeps dropping out. He's getting his Tupac on right now. Yeah. He keeps dropping out, and he's going to keep doing it until he, he gets tired. He's going to keep doing it. Because, let's be honest, he took Jeezy's lane. Everybody took Jeezy's lane. <laughs> no, Ross owned it, though. Ross owned it. Everybody else kind of went in it. But even... Even, and that's the thing about it. Even with the whole things about him being a cop, he's still on that lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Plies he, he, was just... Plies turned into Ja Rule. Uh, I'm not a nurse. Your degree is on the wall in the back. It's next to your Soul Train Award, dude. I know, man. Right. Yeah, and he, he took out Curly, too, man. You know, I like that. Most he took out Curly. Out 50 cent. Yeah, he took I'm out sorry. Curly. Anybody that's got your baby mama <laughs> on the front of uh, a smooth magazine... And your other baby mama oh, would have said, he didn't take Curly out. He did take Curly out. It wasn't a real beat. There was no definitive winner for that. If anybody, can say, if anybody can lay claim to that, Kanye can lay claim to that. Because it, it, was, it was not a definitive. Like, you have definitive winners and hold losers on, when on. it comes Just to wait, hip-hop. Wait, wait to the beef show, then you can, you can defend Curly. Okay. We, we will go into that thing curly, man. That's, 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 that's all I want to know. You saw like, curly, curly. curly. can still buy and sell half a hip hop. Curly. <laughs> it is what it is. Monkey. He can still oh, buy man. and sell hip hop. At the end of the day, Ross is not in his tax bracket. Sorry. Ross. 
Anyway, uh, yeah. guys, yeah. thank you so much for riding with us for this uh, Mr. Too Damn Good Part 2. Uh, next week, we're going to be discussing where's the beef. Mm-hmm. We're going to break it down. And we're not just going to talk about beef in the East Coast. We're not just going to talk beef down South. We're going to talk everywhere. West Coast, Midwest, everywhere. No, we're going to get into junk mouth beef. and game beef. beef. We get into all that. Yeah. Especially when uh, D12 beat up E. Sham. If you even know what oh, I'm talking man. about, oh, you my really own it. Oh, my yeah. Well, look. What we're going to do is, because I've been wanting to play this song for four weeks now, so we're going to play the last song of the day, and then after that, we're going to take it out. We're going old school right now, and yes, this artist, he did fall off like where those can't consistent, but it's not his fault. R. Kelly took his spot, and then Trey Songz tried to take R. Kelly's spot. This is Aaron Hall with I Miss You. We're going old school today. Have you seen Man, you're wrong for that day. Have you seen uh, that? Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. His teeth look crackish.
man, you went back to 1980 or something, nigga. Say, look, man, I've been trying to play that song for four weeks. I know. I see. You just had to get it in, then. I had to get it in. Yeah, you got, like, a kennel or something, man? Man, that's your boy. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. All right. Sorry about that. I had a little technical difficulty. <laughs> no, I just heard stank. I just heard stank ass. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That's how we do it, though. That's how we do it. All right. Guys, I definitely want to thank everybody who tuned in with us. I also want to thank anybody who tuned in this Monday. To On the Rise Radio, uh, I was a guest host on On the Rise Radio with um, my publicist Attica Lundy. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up! You did what? <laughs> <laughs> hold up, you did what? Nigga, hold up, that ain't in your contract. Hold up, how you doing on the show, player? What the Nigga hell? Nigga, did you even plug us? Yeah, of course I plug this. I plug Talk of the Town and I plug the Middleman Talk Show on Sunday. Oh, thank you. Aye, <laughs> aye. <laughs> and I play my new single. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm doing my thing. I'm just saying. I'm doing my thing. Don't hate, don't hate. Yeah, Nick getting it in. But shout out to everybody that, that tuned in this, this past Monday. I was only on for about 30 minutes. I had, to, I had an emergency come up, but I was only on for about 30 minutes. But thanks for uh, tuning in. Um, thanks to my publicist, Attica Lundy, of Celeb, started, Celeb Status PR. And um, guys, y'all got to listen this Sunday, coming up on the Middleman Talk Show. Yeah, buddy. Y'all ready for this you Sunday? You missed this past I'm Sunday. I got something for Y'all thought last week was bad. <laughs> Thanks to everybody that listened, man. The phone lines last week was banana. Let me tell you something. I got four calls after the show last week. Man, you wrong for that Eddie Long thing. You wrong for that Eddie Long thing. You wrong for that Eddie Long thing. Yeah, Nick, you were wrong on so many levels, man. It's like, I mean. That's like that's like playing Mario one and skipping board five through seven and getting the board eight trying to beat the game. That was that type wrong. Man. I'm just saying, man. Now you know he um a good bit of his members were like, oh no, we're not. They a lot of his members didn't show up Sunday, especially after they released a the number on the payout. Oh yeah, and they got the yeah, payout. Yeah, you know how much the payout was, right? Mm-hmm. Fifteen million. Mm. And and the parishioners got to pay for it. Exactly. And what they said, one of his um, one of his uh, members was leaving the parking lot, and they said, uh, "You don't pay fifteen million dollars for innocence," and drove off. This is on the news. <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah, that parking lot was empty Sunday. I tell you that, bro. Empty on Sunday. Here up there in that soup looking like Mr. P. Anyway, we definitely want to thank everybody who took an hour and a half out of their night to listen to us on the Middleman Presents Rock Town with Nikki. Um, over the next couple of weeks, 
you go, you may see a couple of changes within the show. We're going to switch up the format a little bit. Um, we're going to do a couple of lighter shows. Um, after we do Where at the Beast next week, the week after that, we are doing Classic Prank Calls. That is the funniest show that you are going to hear on Blog Talk, so please tune in next Thursday and the Thursday thereafter. It is going to be classic. Classic. I guarantee it. So, guys, I guess we can go ahead and take it out. The outro. The middle man shouted, Beat Crit shouted. Now, I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, so take a listen time. I take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You just in the earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was down the wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. Blog Talk Radio.com. The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? Blog Talk Radio.com. The middle me. Yo. This is time to be our guys. I'll see y'all this Sunday. Holler. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.